to the Cosmic D Podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We have a jam-packed episode. I wanted to attack this episode um, first and foremost to talk about the full moon in Cancer approaching rapidly. Um, And then I felt really called, basically because I'm born on January 7th, I feel like I have some type of I don't know, something to offer in tying this really cool pattern that I've seen since um, October. And I've just, it's like really made me excited. I'm fascinated by the numerology and I'll explain in a moment just how it's all laying out. So I wanted to make a jam-packed episode with lots of information that's going to include the full moon in Cancer, some numerology, And then the transits that are up and coming in March. And I know I've spoke about that a little bit in past episodes, but this one just feels like a little bit more of a holistic overall expression on my behalf that I just, I don't know, it fascinates me. So I wanted to present it to the world. So like I said, we've got this full moon in Cancer happening on January 6th and it's happening at 16 degrees of Cancer. That's important. Don't forget that, right? So let's take a step back. This full moon in the sign of Cancer. Also, before I go down that rabbit hole, we still have Mercury retrograde. We still have Mars retrograde. So if the beginning of the year, these first, you know, six, seven, ten days, up until January 12th, really until I believe it's the 18th of January, when we'll have all planets direct, it feels very fucking slow I cannot express that more it's like just dragging ass right now um and it's supposed to be happening it really really is but if you do feel that type of energy don't freak out it's not you nothing is wrong with you so many times I've felt that where I'm like oh my god what's wrong with me am I sick why isn't this working I'm so not like motivated just trust the current because there is a bigger bigger plan you know at play so Very slow-moving energy right now. With this full moon in Cancer, Cancer is a water sign. It is ruled by the moon. So the moon is is at home in the sign. It does very well here. It's very emotional. It's very sensitive. It's very nurturing. So there's almost this, like, if you think of a crab, that's what represents Cancer, the crab, right? It's very, like, hard on the outside, smushy on the inside. So it's going to very much protect that type of energy, and I really feel that this full moon is some type of accumulation, high point around how you are nurturing yourself, and it's really taking like, I don't want to say being selfish, but really taking that like hard shell, that that nurturing, that like mama bear type of energy where like you, it's not that you're not going to show up, and it's not that you're not going to... Um, like play with people but it's you're gonna be very selective with who you want to engage with and that's really like the cancer energy like they're very like they they curl up in themselves it's a crab right but it's down deep inside they're very mushy that's why they have that that really hard exterior because if they didn't then they would you know they'd be very vulnerable so it's this sense of just like maintaining this this energy where you really want to dig deeper into your emotions and how are you nurturing yourself? It's a very feminine energy. 
I want to mention that this full moon is happening opposite of Mercury in retrograde. So it's kind of taking the time to reflect Mercury, which controls our thoughts, our ideas, the way we communicate. It's feeling that, and since it's retrograde, on an internal level. So it's having those conversations with yourself on a very emotional internal level around how are you truly nurturing yourself, right? Also, the days after, so January like 6th, 7th, depending on where you live, um, there is a Sun Mercury Kazemi. This is, it happens monthly. It's literally my favorite time of the month. It's when you get some really profound downloads and clarity um, basically downloaded to you from the ethers, right? And this is happening with Mercury retrograde on the 7th. So I'm really seeing this as an opportunity to, number one, carve out some time to truly, you know, be by myself, nurture myself, bubble baths, all the things to just like make myself feel really loved and cater to my sensitivity and also like neediness. You could potentially feel a bit more needy during this energy around the full moon. That's okay. That really is spirit telling you, you know, feel that neediness because you're going to gain clarity with that Sun, Mercury, Kazemi, the days to follow around how you yourself as a sovereign being can fulfill those needs. You know, we don't ever want to look to the external to um, rely to fill our needs. Um, so it's kind of taking a step back with that whole energy and just truly having those honest conversations and getting those downloads around how you are taking responsibility and how you're building on those themes in order to gain that sense of salt or um, sovereignty really internally, right? Um, yeah, so that's the full moon in cancer, I believe, I feel, I've been experiencing. So to take on a step back, and this is kind of the cool numerology that I've always been a fan of numerology. I think it speaks wonders. Everything in the world is vibration. Numbers hold vibration. So a few years ago when I started this journey really like on the path of the occult and whatnot, I just found it fascinating when I had a really profound reading back in Sedona and the woman really took the time to explain numerology to me and it resonated wholeheartedly. So every year that passes, and the thing with numerology, let me take a step back, you want to condense the number. So since, when, when was this? I'm sorry, I'm having a brain fart. Since October. So if you were to look at a... Um, like a natal chart or the astrology chart it's literally 12 pieces of like pizza in a chart and i'm going to talk about the um, aries libra access right so back in october we had our first full moon in aries at 16 degrees this full moon happened right before the eclipses okay and it's really cool every full moon since then until march 2023 will be at 16 degrees, okay? When we can, we're working with numerology, when you condense the numbers, that's a numerology seven. I'm born on the seventh. That's why I'm like, this is really speaking to me on a very personal level. And I feel this energy and I'm like, I'm going to explain really like my essence. It's, it's really like what I become, who I become. It's, it's really, really cool. So like I said, every full moon since October, we have had a full moon at 16 degrees, okay? 
at the end of October, Mars went retrograde, all right? Keep that in mind. Mars has been in the sign of Gemini since August. It will stay in the sign of Gemini until March 2023. This happens every two years. This is how Mars works. It's the cycles. Also, if you have little kids and if you wondered why terrible twos and like difficult fours, this is why. When I found this out a few months ago, I was like, yo, it's genius. It's just, it's so crazy. We all go through these two-year cycles. So it's not that these kids are like crazy. It's that they're going through their first Mars return and Mars aggression um, force, like they're two-year-olds. How can one, you know, like they don't know how to control their emotions. So they act out terrible twos. Ha ha ha. Thought that was clever. Um, so I digress a bit. So Mars, like I said, has been in the sign of Gemini for quite some time. It will move out of the sign of Gemini in March. Um, 2023, the year 2023 is a numerology number seven. All right. So we're already seeing this theme around seven and the number seven, my birthday, January 7th, it's this mystic scientist. All right. We're headed into the time, and I really do believe 2023 is this kind of catalyst, this, this real like just firework in the sky that's going to take humanity basically where the mysticism, spirituality, all things occult is really going to be backed up by science per se. It's kind of this, and I mean, I feel like I experienced it firsthand, like I'll go and look at different data and patterns with the numerology, with the astrology. And then I experienced this mysticism, this, this stuff that I can't explain, but I have in some weird way, the numbers and the patterns to back it up. And I feel it really does. It, it's proof. It, it, it's, it's really proof. So I think humanity is really headed in a direction where we're starting to realize that science isn't the way I shouldn't say that science is truly backing up this spirituality and consciousness and we're providing a lot more information. I mean, we see it in, in the media all the time and people just with the whole holistic movement and proof in the pudding with like just how much consciousness is booming and how we're awakening and how I believe, and I've said this a million times, how COVID really was like this catalyst for people to wake the fuck up and realize how much we're being controlled. And yeah, that's what I want to say about that. So with the year 2023 being a numerology seven and being the quote unquote mystic scientist and these full moons with also the numerology seven ending in March. Okay, so we will finish this 16 degrees of a full moon in middle of March. It is no coincidence Number one, at that point, Saturn will move into Pisces. And that energy, Saturn, it's this father energy. It's all about, it's the scientist. It's like, I need proof. I need data. I need um, stuff to back up what I'm feeling. Pisces, Saturn in the sign of Pisces, which is this oneness, this wholeness, this very ethereal energy, this, you know, beyond the veil. These two energies are meshing together. So, for the, and Saturn, which stays in a sign three, three and a half years. So for the next three, three and a half years, humanity is going to truly experience in a plethora of different departments, this quote unquote mystic scientist. All right. It's amazing. 
I'm so excited for it. In addition to the shift with Saturn, we also have Pluto moving into Aquarius for a little bit. And what does that really mean? I was listening to a lot of astrology and one of the astrologers that I follow, she was going back in a time and looking at when last um, Pluto was in Aquarius. And this is only going to happen once in our lifetime. Pluto stays in a sign for anywhere between 15 and like 20 years. It's like a decade type of thing, or um, I'm sorry, like a generational type of thing. It's been in the sign of Capricorn since 2008. It is moving out in March for a little bit. It's going to retrograde back into Capricorn for a bit and then move out officially come, I believe, 2024, 25. But you're going to get like an appetizer of the themes that we're going to experience in this next chunk of time. If you think of back in 20, or 2008 when Pluto went to Capricorn, that's when, you know, this recession in 2008, I'm 37 years old, so I experienced that firsthand regarding, you know, graduating college and not finding a job. So that's really what, like, the system was, was crumbling. So now, what happens? When we calculate back 250 years, that's when the Magna Carta was, um, was like, designed, was, was presented. And what does that mean? It's basically bringing back the rights to the people. So we can see this. This isn't taking an astrologer to figure this out. We've been seeing it play out for the past three years, how peop the, the people, the people of the world, humanity, is recognizing what we really deserve, our rights, sovereign beings. It's truly coming back into alignment, understanding that you have authority over you. So I think with both the, the power coming back to the people, right, and then this elevated type of structure with Saturn and Pisces, this ethereal type of flavor, we're going to have to have the people kind of do the homework for themselves and support that message, I, I believe, I feel. And I really wanted that to land. We are headed into a time, guys, where even the little bit that I know, the little bit that you know, our paradigms, our perception of the world is going to shift. We are going to, it's going to come out more and more with different life forms and different, you know, I don't even want to say planets, just different, different entities out there. It's all going to be revealed more and more as time goes on. Aquarian energy is all about like, it's the water bearer. So it's these ethereal it's an air sign. So it's this ethereal mental energy coming from the ether, excuse me, coming from the ethers into our mind and it's opening it up. So it's like, we're going to start to touch this, this type of intelligence that the, uh, the human has never experienced ever. And I think that's just going, that's obviously just going to expand our consciousness. I wouldn't be surprised if we found different asteroids and different planets and, and all of that. And it really does go to show that, when we discover new planets, when we discover Aquarius is all about, I'm sorry, Aquarian energy is all about the, the space, the space travel. So once we go out and we find these different planets or asteroids or whatever, it's going to just expand our consciousness. There was a, something I had watched a while ago when we had put satellites in, in space and we were first, we were able to get pictures of Earth from a satellite. And humans got to really see the world from that perspective because we hadn't seen it, you know, until a satellite took a picture of Earth from millions of miles away or whatever. You'll, you could, if you go back, you can correlate. That's when humanity really started to understand the health of the planet. We became more conscious of how much 
we influence the planet and that's when we used to that's when we saw you know global warming to make more of a uh empower more of a a just an awareness in our our consciousness around how to save the planet so those themes of expansion are going to number one happen and number two happen at a speed that we have never experienced time is speeding up we are going to also as a collective understand that there is no such thing as time it's a fucking illusion all right more people if that triggers you sorry not sorry it's just going to um make your life way better in due time and how this is all an illusion and yeah that's really my message for this this podcast episode 2023 the the mystic scientist i did not make that up i've been you know obviously listening to a lot of things as well but that one really landed and i felt it really spoke to me and because my birthday is january 7th and because i feel that to my like core on like what i the impact i want to have on the world and how i see things and how i want to spread as being this vessel you know it's it felt really, I felt really called and, and really just jazzed up to talk about it. So if I can support in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. If this podcast resonated with you, please, you know, post on Instagram, tag me, um, get the word out. I would love to expand the community and just kind of, you know, connect with people. I think with this Aquarian energy and like kind of finding these tribes, I think it's, it's important for us to connect. And if, we can all kind of spread the word and and connect with one another on that conscious level. Um, it would be an honor to to connect and to to talk to everyone. So, wanted to give that little tidbit and thank you again for listening. And I will catch you in the next episode.